Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast. Each week, your host, Casey Haston, Director of Recruiting at VIP, will bring you valuable insights from thought leaders, introduce you to incredible companies, and bring you tips for landing your dream job from our team of executive recruiters at VIP. And now, Casey Haston. Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast, a podcast devoted to adding value to your career or candidate search, brought to you by VIP. I'm your host, Casey Haston. I'm an executive recruiter, director of recruiting with VIP, and your all-around hiring guru. And today, okay, I know I say this every single time that I'm so excited about the guest, but I'm not even kidding because I went out and found this guy for a couple of different reasons. But let me tell you a little bit about our guest today. So I have with me today Brent O'Bannon. He is a Gallup certified strengths coach and strengths champion. Brent is also a professional certified coach and an Amazon number one best-selling author and specializes in maximizing, mobilizing, and monetizing strengths for professionals. He has facilitated more than, wait for it, (laughs) 27,000 coaching sessions and given more than 750 presentations to organizations across the globe. His passion in coaching people his here we go again. I'm having those problems. His <laughs> passion <laughs> for coaching people is to coach people to grow stronger, work smarter, live richer with their strengths. And I cannot wait for this conversation, Brett. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on the VIP podcast. Well, it's, it's really true. You do make people feel like a VIP, by the way. Really? Yes. Already? We yes. just got started. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> So I love to start off our conversation to tell people how I met a guest because I think that's so interesting and I think people need to be open to those connections as they're making them. So I was actually introduced to you about a year ago, but I don't think you remembered that because we just had a real brief conversation. Not even a conversation. It was just like back and forth over LinkedIn. Right, right. That's right. Social media, LinkedIn. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so... Fast forward a year, and I was contemplating going to coaching school, so I started going through all my first connections to see who had coaching certifications. Mm -hmm. And with your name being Brent, (laughs) you popped up pretty quick. (laughs) So I reached out to you again, and this time we really had a conversation, and you really helped me kind of determine which direction I wanted to go with my schooling. So thank you for that. And I, I start in March. Excellent. I know. What, what did you choose? So I don't have to niche in the first phase. Right. Um, I get to go through the first phase, phase and then decide after, make a little bit more educated okay. decision about what I wanted to coach in, but really thinking about um, doing executive coaching. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. I'm sure you will be good at it. We'll see. Either that or I'm going to mess a lot of people up. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself just to get started. Oh, man, I, I am uh, a person that loves people. I, I love human beings. I love the, the uniqueness and the complexities of human beings. So that's why I've studied psychology. Mm-hmm. That's why I've got into strengths. And that's why I'm a coach and why I, I train. Okay. Well, today we're really going to be focusing on the Clifton Strengths Finders, right? And mm-hmm. so, and this is an assessment I use with my employees. And I'm, I'm not a coach, so again, probably going back to that, maybe doing more harm than good, but we try. <laughs> and so, we test each of our employees, and everybody puts their top five strengths on their cube, mm-hmm. so that we can all see where everybody else is, so we can meet you in what I call the strength zone. I'm sure I didn't make that up, but <laughs> you know, share a little bit about Strengths Finder with us and 
how you became an expert with the assessment. Well, first of all, I had been studying psychological instruments and psych testing because that was my background mm -hmm. in my master's degree. And But for many years, I had never heard about a strengths assessment. And so I had a business coach who introduced me to the book, Now Discover Your Strengths, which was published back mm. in 2001. That's officially when Donald Clifton's Strengths Finder assessment was first published. Now, he'd researched it before then. Right. But once I had been exposed to that, took the assessment, it just gave me a new language about who I am. And, of course, some of those things I knew, but for some of those talents that I had, I didn't have a language for it. And then I started using it with my clients. And then I used it with my family. And I started using it with my friends and everybody else. And I didn't just drink the Kool-Aid. Now I sell the Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And so why would an individual be interested in hearing more about their strengths? How is that going to help them? Well, who doesn't want to grow stronger? I would think most people want to. I mean, all of us have these, I call them ants on the brain, these automatic negative thoughts. They sting us like mm -hmm. you're not smart enough. You're not strategic enough. You're not extroverted enough. You're not good enough. Well, we all have these battles inside of our head. So what happens if we start focusing on what is right or strong with us versus what's wrong with us? So true. So my last guest, and I'm not going to go into much detail on this, his whole conversation was on mindset. Mm -hmm. And he wrote a book called... Um, the winning mindset that saved my life because mm -hmm. he almost died. Mm -hmm. And he came back strictly, he believes, because of his mindset. Mm -hmm. And it was a very powerful story. So. Which is probably a talent and strength behind that growth for him to, to even develop a mindset. You know, I should get him the strengths finders. Wouldn't it be cool to see? I'm going to do it. <laughs> that will be cool to see. Um, so I, I mentioned that I use the strengths finders with my team mm -hmm. and I don't use it as a hiring technique. I give it after mm -hmm. I hire and it's more just to see like, what is your top five so that I can help you and I can build on that. And I know who to go to in my team if I need certain information, right? Mm -hmm. So why would an employer want to use this assessment? Yeah, it's a development tool. So as a development tool, it's, it's not designed to be a hiring tool. So there Correct. are legal, uh, you know, there are laws that make a tool a hiring tool. So in the development process, if you know what your strengths are, then that's where you can take it from growing stronger to working smarter. Mm -hmm. Because if you are in sales, what if you knew the type of strengths you have and you authentically aimed those strengths in the sales process. And you could do that with anything. If you're a school teacher, if you are a broadcaster, if you're an actor, if you're a public speaker, the, the question is how could you intentionally aim your unique talents mm -hmm. into the activities that you want to be world-class at? Okay. Can I go off script a little bit? Go for it. So I want <laughs> you to look at my top five strengths. And I have an open book. Like I said, I have them posted on my cube. But how would you recommend I use those in my role as a recruiter and 
a team lead. Mm -hmm. Now, you know I'm over 50 years old, so I'm going to put my readers on. I did not know that, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, first of all, instead of telling you about these strengths, as a coach, we want to ask because you have more knowledge about these strengths in you than I do. Now, of course, I have a background and I'm experienced and educated on these strengths, so I'm going to ask you questions like, out of your top five, competition, command, achiever, strategic, and woo, which of those would you say you love the most and why? Woo. Because? Because if any day, if you look at my calendar, look at my activities, it's always involving other people, Mm -hmm. and I'm always wanting to engage, connect, Mm -hmm. and not only connect with that person, but connect that person with another person. Mm And so I think, I mean, you can, I'm not bragging here. You can ask anybody that that's, that's my superpower is connecting. And in it, ironic, you are a recruiter. (laughs) (laughs) But do you know this isn't my first career? Okay. What was your first career? (laughs) Not what I should have been doing. (laughs) I was an accountant for 20 years. Okay. Yeah. What drew you to accounting? It was an accident. And so how many people today are in careers that are not a good fit for who they are. I would say so many. So that's one of the reasons we want to use StrengthsFinder, uh, rebranded as Clifton Strengths now, mm-hmm. in the workplace is because that helps us develop and get people in the right seat uh, in the workplace. I think that's so good. Um, what what can an employer hope to see? You kind of touched on that after assessing their employees. Because, I mean, it takes some work. I mean, especially if you don't have a coach involved mm-hmm. to um, to learn how to meet people and their strengths. Because, you know, in the book, and I brought the book up here, but it's not important. You know, it tells you, okay, if you're talking to somebody with this strength, this is how you should approach them, mm-hmm. right? And so I try to go and read through that with every single one of mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. strengths for each of my team. But that's a lot of work. Yes, it is. And so my number two strength, by the way, is called individualization. It's a mouthful. (laughs) And basically what it means is what I told you at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. I love the uniqueness of people. Okay. And so my individualization loves to ask questions. It loves to watch your body language, to watch your behaviors. It's I call it a strength spotter strength or a star maker strength. So in other words, I see what's the genius in you. And then I help you become more of that. That's what that particular strength does in me. Okay. So, so. You're I, like a power cell underneath. <laughs> a what? Power a cell? Power cell. Yeah. You power like them the up. Ener- exactly. Yeah. Give them energy. And, um, and that's where you grow stronger because you get uh, validated who mm-hmm. you are. You get permission to be who you are. Ultimately, there are 34 research talents slash strengths. And so we want to be able to, as my mentor, Kurt Liesveld, once taught me, and he was really the guru Gallup certified coach. He said, Brent, we want to respect and we want to grow in love with mm-hmm. all 34 strengths. And so what would the world be like if we could respect and admire and appreciate, we can't become all 34 strengths. Right. But we can have complementary partnerships. We can uh, learn to change our language even 
so that we're meeting the needs of different people's strengths. So that's where it comes in. It's so helpful not only in the workplace, but in relationships with kids, with your, uh, your spouse, and even in the sales process. It's so funny because anytime I take a test like this, and I'm just going to throw this out there because I know you know Steve, my boyfriend, mm -hmm. and it was so funny. <laughs> and I just want to just take a minute to tell you guys, it is a small world. It is a small, <laughs> small world because after I met Brent online, I found out that he was actually a youth pastor at the private school where my boyfriend went in high school. So come on. I got some memories back there. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably not going to listen to this one. <laughs> But um, anytime I take an assessment, I always have Steve take the assessment too. Mm -hmm. And so he took the strengths finders, and I don't remember what his were right off the top, but I would say that like his top five were probably my bottom ten. Right, right. So that doesn't and, sound like that surprising. And you know what's so interesting, uh, and it's true with my wife as well, is that opposites do attract. Mm -hmm. And so there are a lot of strengths that they seek out complementary partners, and. You know, it's also true, though, you know, this is kind of talking about relationships now that I've been married to my wife now for 35 years, but Lord, I know we're just, Congratulations. We're just getting started. I, mean, I don't know how she's put up with me this long, but the, the key is, is that not only were there some uh, opposites, but there are some similarities mm -hmm. that okay. usually hold us together. They attract, opposites attract. But it is one or two similarities that keep us glued together. Okay. And so, for example, in, with my wife and I, Relator is one of her top strengths. It is also in my top 10. Okay. So that means long-term loyal relationships are both important to us. Gotcha. Hence, 35 yes. years. That's where That's it amazing. Comes from. No, seriously, congratulations. <laughs> I'm you. really impressed with that. <laughs> you know, and so let's talk about that in a team setting. What happens if the strengths don't match well? Does this create mm -hmm. conflict within a team? I mean, or is there such thing as a not matching well? Well, absolutely. We can uh, bump and clash uh, with each other's strengths. You know, uh, for example, if you have communication mm -hmm. that is very high for you, you like to talk, you like to verbalize things. Well, if you have someone else who is full of deliberative by itself, they may be very introverted. They may want extra time to think. They may not be as comfortable verbalizing mm -hmm. things. Now, it's ironic that you actually have deliberative and woo <laughs> in my top and, 10. and communication <laughs> in your top 10. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you're one in 33 million. Okay. You know where I, I come up with that? No. So when... You, when you take your top five strengths in that exact order, mm -hmm. that only happens once in 33 million assessments. That's how unique you are. Okay. So and so is that the same for every five combinations? Every, every individual. One in 33? Every individual. Okay. You can go home to Steve tonight. You say, Steve, I am not one in a million. I'm one. <laughs> I, I am one in 33 million. <laughs> and you'll say you're full of yourself again, Casey, just like you are always after you do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so what do we do if we have those teammates, like you just talked about, that have those different strengths? How do we, because we're not going to fire them just because they don't have the right strengths, or the not, not right strengths, because they don't have complementing strengths. What do we do? So this is where the work of uh, respecting each other's strengths. So I've helped quite a few people in, in these situations in, in workplaces. So let's say... 
you have strategic, which Mm -hmm. likes variety. It likes uh, newness. It may even get bored Mm -hmm. with the sameness. And you have somebody with focus. Okay. Which is my number one strength, by the way. Not mine. So focus means that instead of being very distracted, I can go into uh, the zone. Like this is our priority. So staying focused and really intense on a target. And strategics like, you know, I'm past that. I'm looking at all the opportunities all around me. Number four. So they can (laughs) clash with each other. But instead of learning to bash each other, they could learn to respect and say, what is the priority Mm -hmm. that we want to stay focused on for the good of the organization? And then how can we leverage your strategic to look down the road and to look further than the present to make better decisions? So you learn how to to deal with each other. And by the way, I have a simple four-step process to remember. Okay. So when you have a conflict with another person with strengths, or really any conflict, think of carefrontation. Okay. C-A-R-E. So carefrontation stands for C, connect. So how can I connect to your strategic? How could you connect to my focus? How could I? So, for example, I might say, what kind of options do you see in this situation? So all of a sudden, your brain is seeing all kinds of options, right? Right. Because I'm speaking your language because I know strategic sees options. Okay. You could say to me, what would you say to me with focus? Um, Ask me. I guess I would ask you, kind of putting me on the spot. Um, That's what coaching is. <laughs> um, why do you see going this one direction? Sure. Yeah. So, and focus likes to see the why or the purpose in something. Okay. So you could say, what's the purpose that you're seeing in this one direction right now? Okay. And just by asking me that, it brings my defenses down. I feel like you're hearing me, you're understanding me. We're connecting. That's gotcha. the first step. Connect. Okay. A in care stands for assert. Okay. So that means we need to get skilled at being assertive and communicating back and forth. We're not aggressive and not avoidant. Okay. So we want to be assertive. And then R stands for resolve. So this comes to that place of finding a workable solution Mm -hmm. and resolving the conflict. So there may not be a perfect solution, but we could come up with a resolution together. And then finally, E in carefrontation stands for engage. I am so using this tomorrow. So how can I keep engaging you with your strengths? And how could you keep engaging me with my strengths so that we keep growing closer and trust and productivity together. So I think I do the engage, mm-hmm. but I skip the first three sometimes. It, but, and it's not always when there's confrontation either. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always like, you know, make sure you understand how you talk to this person. Mm-hmm. So I think I need, maybe we need to do a lunch and learn with the team. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And, just, and let me know if you want me to come and we can co-facilitate it together if you like. And we can learn and grow together. That'd be awesome. Help the team as well. I think we're going to make that happen. Okay. <laughs> so you mentioned that focus is your, one of your top, it is your top strength, right? What are your other four? So 
So I have, I've already mentioned individualization, number two. Number three for me is achiever, which I call my entrepreneurial excellence. Okay. It's all about building business. It's about, it's about working. My number four is command, so you and I have that in common. And achiever. And achiever. Yep. And I like to say my command is like courage. Okay. Uh, courage to speak up on people's behalf, courage in crisis, courage to face conflict, that sort of thing. Okay. And then uh, number five for me is competition. So the thing I learned about competition oh, that I had never known when I took the assessment and then started learning the definition of competition and the research from Gallup was that people with competition naturally compare themselves to other people. Mm -hmm. Now, so if I'm, and I'm a tennis player, I play tennis for, you know, since okay. I was in high school and played college tennis and I still play team tennis today. I love the thrill of competing against other players, but I will scout the person I'm going to be playing and I will see what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? And then it excites me to figure out a strategy. Okay, how do I win? How do I actually uh, defeat this person yeah. in this game? Okay. That, yeah. You know what I think is interesting? So of our top five, we have three the same. Mm -hmm. Achiever, uh, command, and um, competition. Mm -hmm. But what I think is interesting is where we really differ is the example you gave earlier is you have focus mm. and I'm strategic. Mm. Mm. That's like, what's oh. the difference you see? Um, I'm not sure yet. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure yet. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what the difference mm -hmm. is because you seem very much like me. I mean, you're outgoing, mm -hmm. you're very communicative, you're very, mm -hmm. you know, I, I can see all those things about you. Um, so I'm not sure what the difference is yet. And you know what? I mean, that's the, the beauty of using a tool like Clifton Strengths is that it's the questions, it's the conversation that gets us to go deeper. Mm -hmm. And then eventually it needs to move to application. Right. It's not just, oh, this is fun to talk about. Um, but our environment influences our development of our strengths. You know, for example, in some uh, families or even in some corporations, they may look down on competition. It's okay. like a no-no, you know, to be competitive. And so that means that person that has strong competition feels disrespected, feels mm -hmm. devalued instead of, and by the way, competition doesn't have to be just about yourself. It's about helping your team win. It's about helping oh, we'll others about win. Yes. That was so funny that you said that because on when my uh, manager, my managing partner, saw that I had competition. And this competition is number one across every assessment mm -hmm. that I take. Mm -hmm. It's just so solid. It's dominant. It's very dominant. Mm -hmm. And so he was asking another consultant, he goes, how can she be so co competitive and lead a team? Mm -hmm. He was like, I felt like he was maybe almost doubting me when he right. hired me. You right. know? And the consultant explained, he said, no, if you look at all these other characteristics, she's competitive, but she wants to win as a team. That's right. And that's where I think, yes, I am very competitive, but I'm going to drag you along with me. And we're all crossing the line. So. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. And, so, and with every strength, you know, all 34, I think each one of them are begging for people to understand yeah. what they bring, what they need, uh, you know, what energizes them. And that's the beauty of discovering strengths in yourself and others. And I think it's so important, just like you said, that we recognize where people are and that even though what I just said about, you know, you seem like me, 
you are an entirely different person and there's those little nuances in that we need to just recognize and celebrate that in each other. Well, you have a lot longer hair than me for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's all real too. (laughs) (laughs) So let's kind of talk about, let's go a little bit broader and let's talk about the themes. Mm. So tell me about the four themes and kind of what each of them means. Yeah. So to help us understand all 34 uh, talent themes, and technically the Strengths Finder should be called a talent finder versus a Strengths Finder. Okay. Because it is our talent potential in these 34 themes. Okay. So one way that I like to quickly describe the four domains of leadership where all 34 strengths go into is using this right here. So for those that are just listening, like on iTunes or anything, he has this great little mouse pad with the four different themes detailed out on it with puppy dogs. I love puppy dogs. <laughs> I'm a these huge puppy these dog. aren't just puppy dogs. These are sled dogs. Ooh. So my wife and I went dog sledding in Banff, Canada. And so the owner of the company taught us that there are four pairs of dogs that are harnessed together that pull the sled. And you as the leader are driving the sled from behind. And so he took us to the first two dogs, and he said, Brent, these are the lead dogs. He said, they're not the fastest, they're not the smartest, they're the best listeners. Uh. They listen to the commands, and they get you to the destination. And, you know, ding, 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 in my head, I'm going, this is what we call the executing strengths. It's the purple. These are the strengths that help us work smarter. Okay. Okay. Then he took us to the next two dogs. He said, Brent, these are called, called the uh, point dogs. And he said, literally, they have this vision of possibility in the destination. And they give this gentle push and inspiration to the lead dogs. And to me, this is what we call the strategic thinking strengths. They help us not just work harder. They help us think smarter. Interesting. To be more efficient, to be yeah. more uh, systematized, uh, to innovate. And then he took us to the third pair of dogs. And he's he, <laughs> interesting, he took an older dog and a younger dog. And he said the older dog has a lot of trail experience but lost the enthusiasm. The younger dog has all the enthusiasm but has doesn't have the trail experience. He said when we harness them together, they influence and bring out the best in each other. That's what the influencing domain of leadership is. You you and I both are like heavy in influencing yep. strengths. And so I like to say these strengths help motivate people faster. Gotcha. It's about speed. It's about motivating, inspiring them to be where they can be. And then finally, he took us to the last two pair of dogs. And he said, Brent, these are the largest, strongest, biggest hearted dogs on the sled. He said, all they want to do is pull the sled and please you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he said, this, I I said, this is exactly what the relationship building strengths are. They are the glue. They help us to care better. They're the social emotional intelligence on our teams. So which, which of those four, you know, uh, domains or strengths are the best? We need them all. We need them all. We yeah. need diversity to make a, a well-rounded team. Oh, I love the way you just explained that. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Hopefully you'll never forget those strengths and teamwork using the sled dog metaphor. I love it. Well, and plus I'm going to have a little 
reminder on my desk. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Um, You've written an incredible series of posts on your blog called Let's Talk Mm. Strengths, focusing Mm. on monetizing different strengths. Can you tell us a little bit more about that content and how people can benefit Mm. from reading them? Yeah. I, you know, an area that's fascinated me is our money potential. You know, we talk about our leadership potential. We talk about our love potential. We talk about all these types of potential, but we very rarely talk about our money potential. Mm -hmm. And I started, you know, fantasizing like, what's my money potential? You know, how could I monetize my strengths? And not just for myself, but when I coach other people, I'm fascinated with how could, how have they monetized their strengths already? Mm-hmm. And how could they make more revenue, more profitability from their strengths if they were using them more intentionally? So that's what this series is. Um, to date, I'm not aware of anybody else, you know, writing or studying uh, the application of strengths to monetizing but it's a passion of mine. So yeah, if you want examples of real life examples of entrepreneurs, business owner, leaders, then you can go to my blog series. We're still about three quarters way through it. Okay. And uh, my intention is that I will be writing a book. Another one. And yep. And this one will be called Strengthspreneur. Oh, I love it. You better go trademark that right now. Or it's, already, okay. I, it's in the process of being trademarked right that is now. Awesome. Yes. That's yes. awesome. And we're, we also have a couple of other books that you've written. Um, tell us the titles of those real quick. Yeah, the very first book I wrote uh, in the strengths world was called Selling Strengths. And it was written specifically for professional coaches, consultants, uh, really service providers, how they could use their strengths to authentically sell and market their business. Gotcha. And that was the one that became an Amazon number one bestseller. Uh, it was amazing. How How'd many, that feel? Oh, it felt good. Yeah? yeah You're like, yes, all that hard work. <laughs> and I had a lot of help. I had a great team that helped me to do that. The other book you see is called Let's Talk Strengths, and it really is an overview of all 34 about how to grow stronger, work smarter, and live richer. So it has real-life stories, a lot of coaching examples from, you know, my coaching history with clients, and really gives you uh, real-life steps to apply a particular strength. That is amazing. I have one more question, just kind of mm, off the cuff. Mm. So we've talked a lot about how we can use the strengths in teams, but let's say I'm a job seeker mm-hmm. and I know what my strengths are. How can I use those mm. to not only find the right job, but nail the interview? Yeah, this is one of the easiest ways to use strengths. And that is to come up with real life success stories. And it can be work or personal for each of your strengths. If you know you're not just your top five, but your top 10, even better. Uh But come up with one or two success stories so that you can share those stories in your interview process. Gotcha. And telling a story is such a great way to, you know, break the ice and just really engage with your interviewer as well. Absolutely. It makes it real. So you're not just talking out of theory. Right. You're saying... And if you can tie a particular strength, like your communication strength or your woo strength with a a success example, Mm -hmm. then it makes it even more powerful in your interview process. Well, I would love to just sit here and talk about strengths all day. 
but they're about to turn the lights off in here. So I think we'll, well, have, we'll to wrap have to make it another up. time. Um, <laughs> how do people find you? Yeah, the easiest way is to go to my website, uh, brentobannon.com. And just like it sounds, B-R-E-N-T-O-B-A-N-N-O-N.com. Awesome. And we'll have that in the show notes as well. So to wrap up the show, we have some VIP questions for you. Are you ready? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Going to put me on the spot. Of course I am. (laughs) Let's see how your strengths play into this. (laughs) So if you were one of the first colonists on Mars, what three things or people would you take with you? Oh, wow. Well, I mean, the first person that comes to my mind is I have to take Rhonda, who is my wife. I was going to say, you can't leave her behind. I mean, help me, Rhonda. I mean, it's <laughs> like, she would be number one. I wish I'd known you were going to say that so I could have had it queued up <laughs> on the media. Uh, number two uh, is an unlimited subscription to Audible books. Oh, good one. Because, I mean, if good I need one. to learn something, I could just read it there and you know, go. implement it on Mars, right? What are you going to listen to it on? Ooh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> See, there's your strategic. <laughs> I was just focused on the book. You you looked beyond it. <laughs> and the third thing, well, all I can sense or hear is my my uh, wife whispering in my ear, um, toilet paper, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe wine. <laughs> I would vote for the wine. So just saying. <laughs> Oh my goodness, those are some good ones. So this is a really important question to me because I've been like on this journey and I'm trying to figure it out. You know, you think at my age I would have figured it out. No. Um, But what is something you do in the morning to set your day up for success? It's my favorite time of the day. Yeah. Uh, I'm an early riser at four, most of the time four, four thirty. Do you take Uh, a picture of your watch like Jocko Willick? No, I don't do that. I don't do that. Uh, The first thing I do is go get my coffee, and then I go to my thinking chair, and I'm seeking wisdom. Nice. And so I I read the Bible avidly, like I read the Bible through, you know, in a year. And so every day I'm seeking that wisdom. And the other thing, though, I do with that is um, I'm very goal-focused, so I have my goal sheet mm-hmm. uh, for my life and business, and I review and pray over that goal sheet uh, almost every morning. Wow. Wow, that's that's impressive. I mean, it, I have my goals, but I don't do it every time. If it's my strengths. Yeah. If it's my strengths. So. That's impressive. I like that. Okay, final question. Mm. Do, 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 do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully people can maybe tell I, what I was maybe talking about. I better about. <laughs> take a little quick drink here. So if your life's work was being summarized in a news article, mm. what would your headline be? Strengths champion for human excellence. Uh, that I think sums you up for sure. That's mm-hmm. a good one. So I hope to live up to it. Yeah. So everybody check out Brent O'Bannon. And both your books are available on Amazon? Yes. yes. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Show some love. Go get those books, guys. <laughs> um, so I just have one more thing to say to you, Brent. You are a VIP. Aw, thank you so much. <laughs> and that's a wrap for today. Join us next week here on the We Are VIP podcast. We'd love to know how we can help you be a VIP. To find out more, log on to wearevip.com. <laughs>